So Christianity is viewed by many very wrong from and very different from what the Spirit of God desires and expects for it to be viewed as. So we have an example and the only example truly that we have how Christianity should look like is the Bible. So the word of God is the final authority when it comes to describing what a follower of Jesus should look like, what a servant of the Most High God should look like. Uh, Not just a follower, but minister as well, because followers of Jesus, we become followers, and eventually we are enabled, we are then required to lead others to the faith. So that is the expectation or healthy expectation of a follower of Jesus. You become a follower of Christ and then Jesus enables you, empowers you, ordains you by the Spirit to lead others to the faith. So if... So... It would be, I would go as far as saying that it would be unhealthy for a professed Christian who has been following Christ for some time now and is not active in the leading of others to the faith. So if you are an individual that does not believe that is your calling does not believe that your calling is to lead others to the faith, meaning to shine your light, to be a light, to be a voice for the Lord, to point people to the truth, first by your example, by your words, by your decisions. If you don't believe that is something that you are called to do, you need to evaluate if you're even in the faith. And if you are, you need to repent, get delivered from error. Because it is the will of God that everyone that is a follower of His, that we be active in our faith, being ready at all times to give evidence to the faith that we have to find to the hope that we have in Jesus Christ to make disciples of nations because that's what we're called to do to fulfill the great commission the the mission and that is to uh, to expand the kingdom of God. But uh, then the then the Spirit of God addresses how this should be. How one's life should 
exemplify the ministry of Jesus. How one's life should exemplify the ministry of the followers of Christ, the early, the early church, the disciples. How we ought to strive to do what they did and also be available to fulfill what Jesus said that the followers of Christ today would be doing greater things than the earlier uh, followers uh, did. That's what Jesus said. So, but this looks away. So Christianity today is viewed very differently than what what actually the Spirit of God uh, shows us in His Word. So, many believe that uh, to be a follower of Jesus, you don't have to put in very much effort. You don't have to sacrifice um, because it's just not necessary because Jesus somehow, he takes away the need to put too much effort because what he did on the cross somehow covers everything. Well, that's error because as a follower of Jesus, as a minister or as a servant or as a, well, as a, person who has given their life to Christ and I am I am I am emphasizing that I am repeating this on purpose one who has given their life to Jesus one that has been touched by the Holy Ghost one I'm emphasizing that because that is the reference that we are we have to go to every time you're because the decisions that you make or the decisions that you're making should be connected to the fact that you are supposedly a follower of Christ. So God does require for his followers to lay down their lives. God does require for his servants to pick up their cross and follow him daily. And he says that if you're not willing to do this, that you are not worthy to be his follower. The word of God says that if you, that if you continue in his word, that truly then you would be his disciples. So there is a there is an increasing of your faith that is expected by God. There is an increase of glory that is expected by the Lord from your behalf. You must be going from glory to glory. So there is no such thing as remaining this, remaining at a certain stage. And years have gone by and you have not increased in faith. That is not that is not a walk with the Lord Jesus. You somehow stopped. If that describes you, no matter if you've been 
a professed follower of Jesus for 30 years, if somehow at year 30, year 40, you somehow ceased and now you are somehow stagnant. The word stagnant means you're in danger. Because God does expect an increasing of faith from you. So to follow Jesus does require your life. Um, you are required to follow Jesus to wherever he wants you to go. So in the early church, we see the early followers of Christ. We see the Apostle Paul make statements like, follow me as I follow Christ. So, or we see the early churches started. Um, so in today's society, in today's modern, and I use that in quotation marks, many believe that you don't have to be part of a body of Christ, essentially, that you can be part of a body separated from an actual physical body of believers and they may use justifications like well Paul wrote letters to the churches and there were and there, some were following Paul but he was out about going to different places so he wasn't and he wasn't at a particular place well that's error because he was writing to he was writing letters to physical places where a multitude of believers were gathering together that's why you are not to forsake the gathering of the saints. Many are. Many are. Many have. Many believe that God doesn't expect them to be part of a body of believers, of healthy believers. And things like the enemy will make and the world will, the, the new worldly means of fellowship today is via the internet and and whatnot that is not a healthy that is not a healthy development of one's faith that's not what God intended that is that is not the biblical depiction of what a body of believers should look like and also, if God expects you to be part of a particular body of believers, then he expects you to, to make the sacrifice, make the decisions necessary so that you can be part of that group of believers. So that means if God ex is, expects you to move your entire life to another nation, because he's saying that's the body of believers that I want you to be part of. You have no excuse not to. Nothing in this life should prevent you from obeying the will of God for your life. If you disobey the will of God for your life, then you are an individual that's out of the will of God. You are in rebellion. So it doesn't matter what you say about yourself. The fact is, if God expects you to do something and you don't, that is sin. And if you don't adjust and turn and obey, then you eventually will lead and live a life of rebellion. And 
and you will die as a sinner. And in God's mercy, you're able to see the signs of rebellion and you're able to see the signs of being out of the will of God soon. So you're not blinded by the fact that you're going to wake up in hell or open your eyes in hell. So that many will not, so many are without excuse. So it's not like you're going to just one day realize that how did you get to hell? No, God's going to give you plenty of opportunities to realize that you're out of the will of God now in the hopes that you repent, turn and make these decisions that you desperately need to, to become and be in the will of God. So for those who don't believe that they have to make drastic decisions so that they can live as it, as it pertains to fellowship and healthy ministry, because many are even part of unhealthy bodies of believers, if you want to say, uh, they go to churches that are dead or just basically their cemeteries. They go to churches that are lukewarm. They are teaching false doctrine because it may be full of people. They may be big mega churches. But what's the evidence that the Spirit of God is there? Everyone is lukewarm. Everyone's pursuing their own things. Everyone is living for themselves. Everyone's is controlled by fear and what the government says. And nothing and no one is truly being led by the Spirit of God. So there's evidence to the fact that you're part of an unhealthy belie- uh, body of believers if you are even part of a, of a church somehow. And of course, if you're not even part of a church, we can clearly see in your life that who are you kidding? You're not developing great. You're not changing people's lives. Your smile is not that amazing where you smile as you go to the gas station and people automatically want to follow Christ and they say, can you baptize them? So if you're not part of a a body of believers and you think that it's okay because you're being a Christian at home, you read your Bible, you pray, and you're nice to everybody, um, that's, you're not changing people's lives. You're not leading anyone anywhere other than leading yourself further and further and further and further away from the will of God. So God does expect you to make decisions just like the unbelievers make decisions to move their lives, to go to good colleges and and go to better jobs that pay more, sell their homes and move across country for that dollar. Uh, God expects that the professed believer put their action where put action in what they say they believe. So if you believe in Christ Jesus, you need to follow Christ Jesus wherever and anywhere that he tells you to go. And then, of course, God confronts the believer in the churches. Uh, that's what we see in the Bible as we see the Spirit of God contending with the churches, the personalities and the perspectives of the current believers that are in particular churches and particular bodies of believers. And that is that does apply to the modern believers of today. So he is contending with our hearts, our perspectives, our personalities, our ideas, 
Our desires, our doctrines, which is a style of life. So uh, you can be even part of a healthy body of believers. And you can be even have position in a healthy body of believers. But your mind is not changing. Your mind is not developing. You are somehow trying to be part of this body of believers, but still maintain very worldly and carnal perspectives and beliefs. And then God, in his mercy, he does ex expose you. He, you are, you're going to stand out like a Thor some. You can't get away being part of a good, healthy body of believers and be a certain way that's not the will of God. You will stand out. And God in that time will, in his mercy, confront you and expect you to change. And if you don't change, then ultimately time is of the essence that you will not remain. He will remove you. You will remove yourself. You will leave and think that you can go elsewhere with those perspectives and those beliefs and those ideas. But I'm here to tell you that you will not succeed Yeah, you will fail because that is how things will work out. You will be removed from that body, that group, and you will leave and you will essentially leave your only source of protection. You will, you will leave the only access you had to the actual voice of God because if you think that God is going to want to talk to you, lead you and correct you, While you were in a healthy body of believers and you think you can go elsewhere. Essentially, you are fleeing like Jonah. And he, there is a possibility, but likely chances not, that he's not going to send some sort of tragedy, some sort of fish your way to swallow you up and spit you into the will of God That's very rare. It does happen. It could happen, but that's a chance that you don't want to take. Uh, that's a chance you don't want to take. So, um, so yes, so God desires health, a healthy development, a healthy perspective of what is to follow Christ. And one must evaluate to see if they're actually living out the truly biblical Uh, Christian walk and if they're not they need to turn and repent before it is too late seek the Lord while Jesus Christ may be found amen